from Alaska, Grim After Dark, starring John and Danny. What's up, everyone? Man, I'm really low today. I love that. I'm like a little baby behind a desk. Um, the episode, uh, this title's episode is scarily realistic. I played far too much Dark Tide and didn't actually do any prep. Uh, but uh, Mitch from BiffPod is here. Uh, Daddy's in Montana, uh, uh, but he's apparently got a better internet connection than when he was in Alaska. Um, I have a level eight preacher that I really need to get back to. Uh, there was a tournament last week. Uh, There's some reveals, I guess. Um, I'm a hydrocephalic version of Quentin Tarantino, and even though we are a group of elitist neckbeards, it's still going to be pretty grim after dark. Before we get to my co-host and our guest for tonight, it's that time of year. Stock up with some incredible savings on items you've had your eye on. Frontline Gaming's Black Friday sale is always exciting, and this year we're bringing the heat with discounts of up to 50% off on secondhand shop items, up to 25% off on FLG mats and terrain, including our new full-color terrain series. The sale runs through Cyber Monday, which is a week from today, the 28th of November. Uh, Co-hosts, let's go. Produce harder. No, Give me my mod. There we go. I, I like that we have half of Danny's face. There we go. <laughs> no, Danny, Danny, move your face. There we go. Perfect. What's up, Danny? Hey, man. How's it going? Flawless uh, coming in from chat. Absolutely. People already berating Val Happelfinger uh, for the production of this whole thing. Um, but well, our guest producer, Rich, actually has a, a picture of Val producing in motion uh, right here. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, oh Val, Val, having uh, successfully competed in a, in a game that's been dead for over a decade, as I only assume come down ill with... Okay. Hold on. With like shingles, rickets. It has not been a decade. Sorry, 20 years? Am I going too low? (laughs) (laughs) When was the last time it was relevant? No, no. Whoa. Relevant? Yeah. Come on, man. I keep moving the goalposts. I apologize. Fantasy died in 2015, so we've got another two years before we really start uh, getting into uh, the death of fantasy. So yeah, with that kind of timeline and, and Val's ability to play fantasy tournaments, he's got bird flu or, or avian <laughs> flu, uh, which was the big disease at the time. Swine flu. Swine flu. Played. Yeah. Swine flu. Oh, even better. Uh, I will trust you, you on that there. Uh, Danny, uh, you're a classic Caroline Harry. People miss when I, I said words that rhymed every week but changed slightly. But guys, you got to understand, there's only so many words. And we've done a crap load of these things by now. Right. Um, but go ahead, introduce our guest, uh, who booked himself while we played Vermin, uh, Vermintide Dark Tide together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, tonight we have we have just a wonderful guest on tonight, a real uh, a real Mitch. Um, he's uh, <laughs> go 
okay, cool. Yeah, we got Mitch Bellamon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one of the LVO judges and one of the co-hosts of the uh, Best in Tabletop Network's uh, main podcast. Um, so welcome, Mitch. I don't even know if we're main anymore, but thank you. Um, it's, it's good to I be like here. I like that he's been moved over to TNG uh, to try and give Tyler some uh, empathy. Um, <laughs> Someone uh, has to. If you guys uh, have any questions or concerns, by the way, that's as far as my writing got for this week. So... If history is anything to go by, it's not a it's not a list ranking show, so it should be pretty good. Um, Mitch, uh, we've been playing Dark Tide a lot, and yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty bad. Last time we had you on was for video games as well, so I think you're just our digital correspondent now. Uh, the, the, <laughs> that was that was the joke I made to someone else earlier today. Actually, uh, was that I was like I, I was I was playing that other game, you know, on mobile. It was free, tacked to something, um, and then I like, haven't looked at that in like a yeah. month. Uh, who cares? At least sixty bucks. On there's it. a real, there's a real video game that I can play now uh, <laughs> that lets yeah. me be a, a be an ogrin with a slab shield and a maul, and that's really <laughs> all I'm honestly asking for. That's all you've ever wanted to be. I mean, yeah. for 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 a video game, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. This is fantasy fulfilled. I've gotten a fully automatic shotgun and a shield and maul, and no limit of heretics to smosh. So I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I got my gun. little, I got my little preacher. I thought I was happy when I bought the shotgun because I had some good long range shots from that. But then I found the true love um, of what is I, I think the worst translation from tabletop to game is the las gun, uh, because when in my hands the las gun is just a terrifying uh, and very <laughs> deadly accurate weapon that I can snipe stuff from like a map away, um, but it's glorious. Uh, Dark Tide is. Oh, man, I was going to say, let's explain it for people to understand, but you're all in our age demographic. It's left for dead with 40K. Um, that's pretty much it's it. Vermin tied with a different skin. Yeah. Um, I think, it's like, my people. guy, my character has, like, shoulder strain from the sheer amount of, like, beating he does with the sword. Um, but it's a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, just for Val, I do want to say you can buy it on the Epic Game Store. He keeps thinking that there's not enough uh, promotion that goes into that little outfit out there. Um, mm. Dude, just, yeah, add me on Steam. Hey, John Q. Go ahead. Free reign. Wow. Come, come shovel. Uh, there are some capitals that go into that that make that a little harder to find. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all part <laughs> of the So, yes, people, people, you're going to make friends. You're going to make friends. <laughs> uh, said, Super love it here. Uh, someone in chat here said, Mr. Nurgle, congrats again on the win. I'm assuming that he has a more winning record than me this month, which is anything more than zero games. Um, <laughs> Daddy, we had some feedback last week uh, on the oh. episode we put out. Uh, we, we had, I feel, a pretty good episode there. Um, this little reply we no. have where I wasn't able to afford all of the pixels, but I blew it up, says, that this was one conspicu- conspicuous slog. I mean, wow, let's try harder next time. And then some jokester just responded with no. Uh, <laughs> that was me. I was the jokester. I'm not trying any harder than this. So it might be a thing. And now you guys have the proper capitalization to find John and befriend him. Yep. Oh, that's true. That's that true. Was, he he did give give it up there. It, it's a fun little little mystery for our audio listeners. It's, but, it's an Easter egg. You know. There you go. <laughs> I think so, my favorite thing about Dark Tide is Tarantino like of you. Yeah. I was able to I'm make Tarantino. my character very water brained of me. I don't know what that yeah. means, but it's for sure thing. I was able to make my character in Dark Tide a tiny, um, homeless looking Scottish man. 
Um, <laughs> so I went sliders all the way to minimum, maximum scars, and I gave him a tramp stamp. Uh, because like you, you only show your love of the emperor. Uh, yeah, an imperial tramp. tramp stamp. I mean, I have one. Danny, I know. I've seen yours. Well, it's that's it's true. a front tramp stamp. That's, that's well, that's because it wraps around and then goes along the shaft. There. there. <laughs> it's a novel. <laughs> um, as uh, maybe you guys can help me out with this. I, I like how the Valkyrie's wings meet at the tip. It's really, honestly, like how I, I don't know how you maintain that to really, really get the form. Well, let me but tell you. It kind of looks is. like like a reverse accordion. Like it's weird at times, but anyway. Look, the wings yeah. are stubby, but they fly true. Evan, Evan, if you guys are watching on Facebook <laughs> Live right now, Evan Valdike letting us all know um, how little effort I put into this episode. As he says, <laughs> "I'm not the guest, Mitch is." And yeah, I forgot to change that part of the notes. That's on me. Uh, but mm-hmm. hey, we're hoping to get that uh, sepulcher bump. Uh, by lying about who's on. How's it going, uh, Jack Harpson? Um, this one, so anyway, guys, my original question that I keep getting distracted from, what in the heck is a conspicuous slog? Like, I understand well, slog is hard to get through, but in the terms of conspicuous? What it's do you not, think that means, Danny? Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's not camouflaged, you know? Like, it's a slog, and we're making no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no excuses it's obviously a slog. Mm-hmm. So, okay. <clears throat> I, I, mean, I would say, say it's like a Michael Bay film that doesn't work. <laughs> That's it's cold Michael porridge that you're trying to eat. It's, it's Transformers 4. It's, oh, yeah. That's pretty That's pretty a conspicuous slog. <sighs> I don't like that one at all. Um, guys, <laughs> Rich letting us know, is it Lord of the Rings? No, because we do more than walk in a circle to drop some stolen jewelry bag. Um, but, uh, it's the, not stolen, the, John. Yeah, it is. John, the fir- first finders have rights to property, let me tell you. So, like, it's really important that you understand that they found that and that's their property until somebody, until the rightful owner claims it. You know, we, we really have an interesting setting here because we have a judge, a lawyer, and a plaintiff. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Rich is uh, wanted in Canada. <laughs> Not polite enough. They're oh, after him. Those Mounties, they always get their man. Yes. <laughs> that is how the movie that I so enjoy starts. Uh, but uh, it was the 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 biggest, uh, though, sorry, the finale of the GW um, Open Ring um, event series. <laughs> like, how would you describe that, Danny? Um, I'd say it's like a, uh, a GW Open Halo, if Halo? you will. Yeah. yeah. Or a, a GW Open Dyson Sphere. Yeah, and an oval of competition was completed. Um, uh, the latest uh, Warhammer Open uh, with uh, a very confusing. Well, I'm probably just done, but I have the bracket here up until the last one here. Uh, <laughs> Mitch, you're a judge. What am I looking at? Um, if I had to guess, um, you don't the have to guess. Corporate it's structure for FTX. What the fuck? And, and anyone who didn't get that joke, I'm sorry. You you should really look up the corporate structure of FTX. It'll, no one can exist. <laughs> so if I'm reading this right here, John Lennon lost 
Mm-hmm. But won, but lost to Jack Harpster. Uh, yeah. He got a, well, yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good way to look at it. He went into the loser's bracket. Okay. Uh, where John Lennon played the guy he lost and beat him in the loser's bracket and then played Jack Harpster. What I'm seeing here, guys, is just a lot of money for Art of War. <laughs> Definitely that. Yep. Everyone knows GW pays Art of War per, per the round. Um, no, no, can- no, just in clout. Just in clout. <laughs> <laughs> just in clout. Yeah, that's how you, up- you're a coaching business. That's how you got to make your money, man. I think that's I the most games I've seen Siegler lose, like, ever. <laughs> yeah. That's great. It shows he's human, which which really helps with some of the rumors that he's been feasting on the homeless. Um, True. Like, well, totally. I mean, almost completely. Honestly, what's funny is because it's in Florida, almost no one reported on it. No. It's really, if it wasn't for Blood of Kittens, we really wouldn't know about it. But, that man, they, they really do their work. Like great well, journalism, they're fair. just top tier on the hobo murders. They did make him take crimson fists, and as the last Warhammer Community MetaWatch article said, Space Marines are a lot of newer players' first armies, so they're mm-hmm. going to have a lower win rate mm-hmm. because many bad players play them. Right, so and so you think, can see that bears out here in this tournament. Yeah, by the, the fact that Seeger lost, or which the, must the, mean that he's in fact a newer player, uh, and I really hope that he improves in the future. Yeah, I hope. Well, I hope this well, gives so him the that's, impetus. That's to what happens when you do a factory reboot. New player, like <laughs> he just go return to factory all the settings. Time. Like he give him, give him some time. He'll dial right back into a meta. Like he needs to calibrate for a little bit. They'll they'll you, he actually there's this really cool button on the back for overclocking, and once you do that, like he just oh. yeah, they press it too many times. Factory reboot. Now he's got an SSD. He sleeps like half as much. It's great. Yeah, and so he only Chad's consumed in, like half the homeless that he normally Chad's would. coming in with an interesting question here. Uh, who actually won? Oh, Pepe Silvia. Oh, <laughs> perfect. He's my favorite. No uh, one won. No one. Who it's won like Alien versus Predator. No matter who wins, we all win. The <laughs> viewer who got uh, a more confusing journey to a final uh, than I did immigrating to America. Um, but... Something I wanted to point out uh, for this is something I noticed. Art of War posted this on their page to show they had coverage coming in. This is a really nice regular picture. Just, you know, another drop from New Mexico. He said a wild Diffie has been spotted. Nick's doing his little interviewing. He's got a great portable setup, by the way, from the tech side of things. Absolutely love that. It's compact. It works. It's perfect. What I have a question for, and if we could just enhance here for a second, um, is the microphone that he's making Diffie whole. Um, which... So I don't know what that is. So he was used to a much larger sort of presence when holding things that close to his face. So they found a sort of proxy um, stand-in, if you will, to to simulate something he was more familiar with and comfortable with. I'm pretty sure that's an electric toothbrush. (laughs) It's it's an electric toothbrush. How do you brush your teeth, man? Like, well, I mean, not it's just got a microphone f- like foam on top of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, someone okay. letting us know look, that this looks like a that man burned the marshmallow, which I think is a great comment there. Yeah. Some fireside uh, <laughs> s'mores going on. Um, yeah. That was 
honestly, Jaylee, my only feedback from the event. It sounded like I had a great time going. We're going to talk some more about the preview things that kind of came out of there. As much as I make fun of the event, I think it's a really good idea to maybe not have someone lose round one and be like, thanks for coming all this way to New Mexico. Uh, enjoy the gift shop. Uh, so that's kind of a good thing there. Uh, but yeah, I just, I can't get over the fact they put such a large pop cover over that micro, that tiny, tiny microphone. Um, and it makes me think that it's not actually useful. He's just like, well, if Nick's going to hold a microphone, I too want to hold a microphone. Like all yeah. we have is a toothbrush. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> That's it. It's going, but it wasn't just uh, amazing games coming out of uh, New Mexico as part of the, the, the cap to the, oh my gosh, what would we even call it? Like a, a there's like a, a series of events of yes, Warhammer 40,000. The, the final part that kind of closes the ring. A cycle, if you a will. Cycle, yeah. Uh, but mm. uh, they did preview the the World Eaters and, and a lot more detail uh, with World Eaters coming in hot with this amazing cover. And I watched said with the live stream of the reveal. I think my favorite part here is I can't enhance it anymore. Uh, but right to the right kneecap of that World Eater is a jackal offering a skull to that large angry man. Like, here, oh, please yeah. take this. Uh, before he Please, is sir. smashed, spare my family. Please, <laughs> sir. Uh, have some bone. I have you don't have enough. one skull. Can I survive now? Uh, we got a great look at the entire range, and more uh, concerningly, in the next one uh, is a very, I think, artfully cut off, zoomed in section of a Dark Angel uh, army on the far right. Uh, because I've seen GW photography, and I don't believe they were cut off angle on that much in the picture. Danny, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it's really too bad that they've decided to put the uh, the the focus of the shot so far over uh, to the right. Um, Yarek skull, we, I agree. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. yeah. So it's it's weird though that they would have a chaos versus chaos army on the uh, uh, on the on the cover like that, um, or like on that on that picture. You think they choose like a different faction, like an imperial faction, for them to fight? Yeah. Mm -hmm. One thing we didn't get, though, uh, which to the chagrin of, of many was new Terminator models with this kind of next picture that they showed of the World Leaders Army um, of just the basic Terminator, Chaos Terminators, and kind of regular Chaos Land I mean, Raiders. Those look great. What's the problem? There I mean, are spikes. There are skulls. I'm into it. I mean, it's not that they look terrible. Are you guys surprised that they didn't go the Red Butcher uh, route and kind of make sort of a specialized Terminator akin to what they did with Thousand. I think what you're referring card. to is DLC that'll be unlocked at the Battle Pass for the World <laughs> <laughs> Video you know, game expert Mitch. Uh, Red Butchers has always been a stratagem. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. not a unit. So um, it would be it'll be interesting to see if uh, uh, if they keep that stratagem in that book so that you can make your Terminators into something more. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, Mitch? Yeah, I, I, I think that th this World Eaters release is a really great time to discuss uh, what something I talked about with you guys before the show, the fact that Chaos Space Marines are trying too hard. They've become emo. And yeah. orcs are, have become far more metal. There is a goth Raka. They're far more metal. Far more Mad Max. Like chaos My space question. marines are just crying into their soup, like it's just very sad. 
They're just cutting Dude, themselves. Why are they eating soup? Because they don't have teeth anymore. They fall into chaos. I don't know. It's all just <laughs> tentacles. You lose your teeth when you fall to chaos? Oh, I, I guess you do have... the Imperium's dental plan. You're not so... Russian anymore. I like once once you have flesh metal like melded into your armor, you cannot get in there. You are not like well, you're taking a power claw like from here, like not happening. Well, that's why Nurgle is so popular, right? Because he makes all those stomach mouths for them. Exactly. You grow more teeth. You're like a shark. That's way better. Or, hear me out, you get your teeth, they pop out, you know, like your baby teeth get popped up by the big teeth. Your big teeth get popped up by little tentacles, and you just have a mouth of tentacles. Yeah, a mouth of tentacles. Or or little teeth with faces that scream. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So does that make Dark Eldar glam rockers? Oh, I mean, I feel I guess like more of a Harlequin thing. Yeah, I feel like that's a more that's of a Harlequin case. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've really got the David Bowie like vibe yeah, going for, for sure. sure. My question is with the the Goff Rocker that you brought up, which is a fantastic model. Definitely, definitely pick that one up. It comes with a an amp squig, right? Awesome. Where Swag. do you plug the guitar into? On the amp squig, in order wherever you to want work. to. There are no wrong answers as long as you have consent. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, it's obviously a docking port. Yeah. <laughs> Does it increase the sounding quality at all, or the sound quality? I, I do think you get a the, you get the really high pitch squelch when you put it in from oh the squig. No matter how you're inserting it in, that noise <laughs> just comes through because it's not happy about it. It's a tight fit. Tim coming in hot from chat. Which faction is K-pop? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I want to say Tao like off the top of my head, but then like I'm like, well, I is have that an answer. Choice? It is uh it is absolutely Necrons because they're all soulless robots, mass produced Ooh. by an evil entity. Good answer. Uh, and you know, they're all cre- they're all created, they're artificial beings, like mm-hmm. uh like yes, yeah, so with, with all the plastic surgery that goes on with K and, and their power just feeds the Satan record executives uh with the millions of of their currency, which I forgot. Yeah, dude, love it. Great question, chat. I always like a chance to come in and be funny occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we don't just see old models like the Terminators and Land Raiders, which, guys, let's be real. It's 2020. No one's revealing a Land Raider. And if you are, you should feel bad about yourself. Uh, those Terminators will teleport in and they'll like it. Uh, but we did get the Lord on the Juggernaut, uh, oh, which is a beautiful new model. We found good. out as a part of a dual kit uh, with the brand new character that's coming in with it there. Guys, what are your thoughts on getting a lord on a juggernaut? But we're not getting any apparently any kind of juggernaut troops or juggernaut berserkers. Well, as much as I would have liked uh, to have uh, Chaos Thunderwolves, John, and by mm-hmm. saying would like, I mean I definitely would not like that to be a thing. Um, I, uh, I, I'm the only thing I'm really disappointed on this model is the lack of a chainsword horn. Um, as you can see on the other uh, named Lord on Juggernaut. Yeah. But then what makes him special if he doesn't have the chainsaw horn? And if it's a dual kit, just put it on anyway. You know you will. Mitch, what are your thoughts on on the Lord and the Juggernaut? You know, I feel like um, Juggalos are really underserviced in this community, and if if the Juggalo Lord... (laughs) 
would would like some friends, it's probably fine. Like cavalry's cool. Cavalry's always cool. So like yeah. paint up their faces like they're kiss rejects and like have a good time. Hell yeah. That lord, by Luke the way. Luke, fueled by Fago. I just don't use magnets. They won't they don't even know how they work. It won't it won't fucking <laughs> won't happen at all. Uh be a yeah, super cool ball. I said very like I think our especially our producer, like every reveal is just making him more and more excited and his bank account more and more <laughs> nervous. Uh, but moving on, they get he keeps making own... all these gross sex sounds in the background and like I've Which quite you frankly think we'd be used to that. after like over a year being produced by Val, but they're not gross. Some of <laughs> they're delightful. <laughs> oh man, that's so subjective. I opened my uh, mic so everyone can hear it now. Good. So. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Thanks. Wow. This isn't an ASMR channel, oh, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moving <laughs> on. Before this does become an ASMR channel, uh, the next thing that was revealed was their, their special cultist type uh, lead, led by the Dishonored, an HGH steroid bound muscle man uh, carrying, so hot. A, I guess, a, a handbag full of skulls. <laughs> What's going on with this guy? Well, he's got a cod piece. <laughs> he does. It's always important to protect your boys. You can be shirtless, but you don't want to get stabbed in the junk. In the, in the 41st millennium, only you can protect your junk. That's right. Uh, you know, look, there's a special like, set of world leaders who yell out balls for the ball god. <laughs> <laughs> they're, honestly, the reason that everyone wears a cod piece is they're all trying to prevent the rise of a new chaos god that is just... <laughs> For, for balls, so just, they're they're just they're just like how you know you don't want uh, to trigger to feed the psychic energy of the different chaos gods in any way. That right. that, that testicular and god, you just how better to protect can. yourself against Slanesh, Mitch? Right, guys. Like, have have we considered uh, that that might just be a, a a cage, like a penile cage, where it's just it's locked up. Uh, and it's just part of his play uh, with his uh, cornet and mate. Are you like saying wait, Iron Maiden for his Johnson? Wait, are you saying he steals people's wieners and put them puts them in that cage? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, this I'm is all it's just making piece, me think penis of, cage of to stop him from yeah, yeah. thirty rock. No, wiener slave. Oh. Hey, wiener cages are a thing for some people, so let's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All of these cultists, and we go to the next slide here, where it has a picture of the entire like Jack Pals. <laughs> oh man so here we see the kind of the full range of jack halls um which is the, how i assume they're pronounced here is it uh, is it possible to get a grainier picture do you think or uh, yeah i mean well, oh. what we could do is we could just screenshot it on my phone during the twitch stream Look, and then blow it up to a size oh it wasn't man to be in. so much you work. know Rich, Produce. you know as well as any of them, the Frontline has a limited pixel budget. Yes, I apologize. And so they you do try and pixel. utilize the pixels on the things that matter. Right. My pay is on a per per pixel <laughs> per basis. Pixel basis the more yeah. I use, the less I get. Um, but you know, guys, That's why we on? have to blur him out. It's no other reason. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the jackals? <clears throat> cool models. Their weapons are really big. <laughs> yeah. That was the first thing I was like, wow. Even they're really small, those weapons are really big. Like they it. are like roided out, though. In the description, it talks about how they take combat drugs and stuff like that. So. That's awesome. I'm down with that. What are you expecting? Yeah. So these guys are a little bit more expensive than regular cultists. Uh, what are you expecting to see from them? <laughs> some I, AP, some strength, 
some extra attacks. I I expect them to die. <laughs> <laughs> like it does like they're unless they're gonna be able to advance and charge with a stratagem or something, warlord trait, whatever, they're just gonna die. Also, oh. even if they can do that. I have mortars. They're just going to die. <laughs> you know what could really protect them? Uh, we saw it the once emperor can't anymore. They left a land raider <laughs> because nothing says protecting seventy points worth of models in a land raider. True. There's a way to go protect itself. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing I have up here, uh, pixels optional, is the eight bound. Um, these core oh. specific possessed. <laughs> Uh, I didn't. I didn't take a, a grainy screenshot of the exalted eight bound because I don't think they look nowhere near as good uh, as the regular eight bound. Um, no, but, I saw that. That's a good one. These these guys right here. What are without saying is, I'm personally very disappointed they're not mutilators. Um, what yeah. are your guys' thoughts on eight bound as a unit? Yeah, I'm really happy they're not mutilators. I'm just going to oh, go ahead and say that right you. now. Yeah, I know. I'm just a terrible person. I'm yeah. glad that they're getting like some cool chosen esque models that are like more close combat focused. Um, mm -hmm. They look they look amazing. Their weapons are cool. Their faces are cool. Their armor is cool. I love like the bare arms on all of them. I think that's awesome. And they are packed with so many demons. Yeah, eight eight, eight per guy. You can fit so many demons in this bad boy. Slaps six pack of abs. You can fit so many demons so in this marine. Yeah. You just shove them in there. It, it's like foie gras. Like you just, like you just. Pack it in. Well, I mean, I think the good thing yeah. is well here. It proves that chaos players are more progressive than marine players because there is an eight bound of color in this shot, and no one oh. made mention of that. But as soon as you place a space marine in there, man, that's an issue. I think. <laughs> Again, speaks volumes. So the thirty-five to forty-five percent win rate is just oh. that they're losers in life too. Just um, space marine players famously racist. Is that what you're saying, Josh? <laughs> Jeez, yeah, man. Obviously, famously, oh, no. that's the absolute worst. I mean, look at the names: Imperial Fist. Like that, it doesn't have slight undertones to it. Yeah, those white Templars really uh, take the cake, usually, uh, from what I've seen. <laughs> Started that oh, way. Oh, those are the ones with the pointy helmets, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they wear their beaky helmets all wrong, Mitch. Oh, they do. It's been a, it's been a great uh, run of shows that we've been doing, guys. This is wonderful. Uh, has it been, though? Has it been? Well, uh, it's coming in. It's a conspicuous has, uh, all that's of their psychers are wizards. The the, the the demons have six uh, six demons in the abs, two in the balls, and uh, you know what a way to sign off the show. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, so there is uh, some Ugh. feedback, obviously, from the community. Our community famously chased with their opinion, uh, and they don't want to share what they think whatsoever. But we did find it's hard to get an opinion here. out of a forty k player. In my experience, you really got to prod and poke. It's really hard. It's really hard. Um, but this one here, I think, is from Sepulture of Heroes, letting us know Exalted Ape Bound or just World Eater Wolfen. Uh, Mitch is someone who has terrible armies. What are your <laughs> thoughts in kind of comparing the Exalted Ape Bound to Wolfen? Well, let me first respond to the first half. Respond to the first half of that takes one to no one. Um, secondly, uh, <laughs> secondly, I 
Eight Bounder nowhere near cool as Wolfen. What? Sorry. Come on. Yeah, not even remotely. Yeah, seriously. Got it. Yo, dude. Come on. So you're comparing um, a 10,000 year old murder machine imbued with the power and souls of eight <laughs> demons charging across a battlefield to collect skulls and blood at his safe. Nowhere its near God as cool as a furball. With a group no. of furries jumping up the no. table. No, no, no. I thought you were going to say to a world eater. <laughs> <laughs> that would well, now I am. So funnily enough, world eaters are actually my favorite chaos legion. And I am, I am excited to, uh, at some point, build an army that, that, that for these rules, but I will use none of these models. I will be doing what? crisp, nice, Ugh. heresy era. World leaders, because that is one of the, or you could do that. Yeah, (laughs) that is one of the best paint schemes in 40k in my, or in 30k, 40k, everything. Like that white and blue, just love it so much. Sorry, I think with the blood of their victims. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, (laughs) sucked into the monolith. Mitch is gone, guys. No, oh man, I'm not that petty for a while. Yeah. You think about um, it. FF FFS two seven one line. So the jury's out in a bound. I think they have play, but only an MSU. We'll see more in the synergy department, which is pretty good. Like I said I think a lot of these live and die by the stratagems that they have. But as we saw with the the new guard book, man, lots of change happening. Who even knows? Here's, what here's we're my see. question for you guys. Yeah, a bound have demon saves. Oh, I would say they probably do. I would say so. What's well, the demon save? I would save? say they have yeah. invuln saves. I wouldn't say they have demon saves. No, I'm yeah, demon they have save demonic is the question save here. Five plus. I bet they have a five plus symbol. Yeah, probably. Okay. There we go. Not we good have, uh, I world think, leaders I think... are America's army, red, white, and blue. <laughs> exactly. I think that I think that they need a feel no pain. No How many wounds do you think they'll have? <laughs> Three. 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 For sure. Not Three. eight. Exalted will have four. <laughs> Not eight. There are eight demons. There are eight blood letters crammed into this dude. He doesn't get eight wounds. What the hell? They're, yeah. they're he very doesn't have as many demons. wounds as a sentinel. <laughs> Embarrassing. Very weak demons. Embarrassing. Um someone someone asked earlier on um about God, I even forgot we're gonna move on. It's even perfect. I had such an insightful question based off of that, but that doesn't matter anymore. Uh, because another actual wine we have is yeah, shake your head, Danny. That that's unacceptable. Uh when the World Eater Codex was leaked, we did a poll and 75% of the players thought it was just fake. And I have to say, me included. Uh don't act like we can't complain. I would rather genuinely rather not have this and will a hundred percent homebrew when I'm playing at home. This is a piss-poor job, and I'm very disappointed. Having a supplement in White Dwarf was 100% better. Sorry, what? I started laughing towards <laughs> the end. Now, Rich, as, as a World Eaters player and Ugh. someone who is very excited for that, yeah. do you, would you rather have a, a White Dwarf supplement than a mini codex? Uh, no! <laughs> what a bad take! Jeez, uh, Louise, dumb. has this guy seen the book? Does he know? Uh, my guess is no. So well, he knows he it was a hundred percent better to have something in from you know in a white dwarf. Oh, so he would yeah. rather he would rather a zerker and hundred percent. What I up? Mean, all right, guys. Stefano, like, no. We can, we can criticize this guy all day, but yeah. 
I mean, yeah, obviously. This guy wants to play with homebrewed rules, and so, like, that immediately just discounts his entire opinion. It's true. So, yeah, <laughs> let's criticize him all day. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I, I boo this man. That. Boo him. We'll just do that at LVO, Danny. We'll just show up to the table and yell. Uh, so in my home, like when we play my garage, like I'm not as good, so I generally get an extra 2,000 points of models. So I'm just going to deploy all this here and just see how many people we can just bully into to letting us. Also call me Vashnor the Destroyer. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can name yourself all kinds of stupid things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Nur- Danny, Nurgle Matthew coming in hot with an opinion I don't agree with. Uh, they Ooh. sold a Corn Berserker book at the end of 7th and it sucked. Talk to me about Corn Demon King and why it was a really PDK? good book. That was with such a good time? book, though. Yeah. It was all right. It was a fun book to play. Like, yeah. even though it had some silly rules in it, it was a, fu- it was a fun codex to play. I, 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 I really playing it. Yeah, I remember playing against it in my my like it was a really cool dynamic, like the blood type Theme-y. thing. Like there was a lot of give take. Like yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I would say with the what we've seen from the World Leaders book where that page that leaked to him, like, yeah, that can't be a real thing. <laughs> Turns out it is. Yeah. Angron, if you are three hundred and sixty points, Jesus Christ. I'll take two. Um, I'll take two of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is very cheap. Um, but have you guys okay. seen that leaked uh, that list that people have been making that's like Scarbrand, 10 Blood Letters, two Corn Lords of Skulls, and Angron as a list? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I love it. That's Why, the biggest, uh, smashiest the thing advice, to, to take the advice of Anthony Vanella. Uh, why worry about scoring when I can just table you and then score uh, with, I think, the most aggressive list that, that can be invented here. Uh, but it wasn't just Corn Berserkers that got the 40k preview. Um, it was this dude right here also released. Oh, yeah. Vashator wow. the Archifane. Now, see, I started with this inaction shot rather than the, the, the big shot because, holy shit, guys, this guy is incredible. Yeah, he's really nice. Really? Danny... What's your take on him? I think he sucks. What? What? Yeah, Why? I think he's a terrible model, dude. Look at his eyes. It's <laughs> he just looks goofy, what? man. It's like they took they took the they took the head off of the old defiler kit that you could stick on top of it and slammed it onto like a model that's half Magos, half Demon Prince, and they give him like the stupidest wings. I don't know. I just think he looks. I just think he looks dumb. If that's my personal preference. Like. I'm sure he's a well-designed model. I just don't think he's like very cool looking. Yeah, this guy makes me chaos curious, and I and and like I played zero chaos. Like, could not disagree more. I gotta say, there's not a lot we can say about this gentleman right now. What we've been told by Warhammer community, he's not a demon prince. He he's a chaos demigod, um, which puts him in a different lesson. They've told us that he's in charge of the foundry of souls. And so he's responsible for designing a lot of things. So the reason his stupid face looks like a Mauler fiend is because he designed the Mauler fiend. And you know, if I'm going to design it, it's going to have my stupid face on it. He's the Ark and Lamb of Chaos Gods. And then lots of other cool little things there, like his uh, his hand is his left claw hand, very reminiscent of a Hell Drake. Uh, the hammer on there is reminiscent of kind of some Mauler fiends, uh, Forge fiend action too. Um, so there's some cool tie-ins from that there. But as they quite really correctly pointed out in chat, he is not a sign of dark mech. Uh, he is something else entirely. He's super cool. Can't wait to talk some more about him. I, I kind of wonder how model. big he is. 
right? That's it's disappointing true. he's not a sign of Dark Mac, um, but I agree. I, I am curious. I, I would guess that looks like a 100 millimeter base to me. But it's, it's I would say it's probably Lord of Change size. He looks like a, oh, he looks like a big I boy. Not. I hope he's smaller than that. I just, yeah. I'd lo- I, I, I mean, he's a demigod, right? So, like, do we go, like, there's two ways to go about this, right? Is he going to be, like, 16 wounds or is he going to be 9 wounds? Those are the two options, really. Yeah. Like, he'll be somewhere in those two ballparks. If he's giant, cool. I'm fine with that. I actually agree with Danny. I, I'd actually like him to be a smaller, more call uh, call size model. Yeah, that'd be fine. I'd, I'd be um, much chat, I'd, I'd like that better. Chat coming I, I think that yeah. the details that Danny doesn't like don't play as well bigged up, whereas smaller, they maybe work a little better. Chat coming in clutch again, letting us know that there was a uh, picture of the Marine of a Marine. The Marine was about up to his knee. 80 mil, so like, they said. Millimeter. 80 millimeter base. Five inches tall. He's the size of a, of a new Sentinel, basically. That's fine. Yeah, that's uh, can be stopped by one, one gray, gray wizard. wizard. <laughs> now my favorite, favorite comment. One Love gray it. magos. That's who. That's who can stop him. Ark yeah. in the land. Um, speaking of which, uh, it wasn't just 40k. I want to touch on here. Some other stuff got touched on too. I don't really care uh, so much about uh, Underworlds. Uh, they had some great looking stuff come oh. out. Sure. Age of Sigmar has some cool looking stuff coming as well. Yeah. If you want a, an idea, I think. Honestly, if you want an idea of how the next year and a half of 40k is going to go, uh, if you look at how they've handled the relaunch of Age of Sigmar in the third edition, uh, where we're just getting lots of, of new battle tomes, uh, upgrading them to the, the current rule set uh, without huge amounts of changes, fingers crossed. Uh, but at the same time, that game is in a really good place right now from, from what I can understand. So please. Uh, yeah, the new Gloomspite stuff looks really cool. I'm, I mean, those Wolf Riders are fantastic. Those look yeah. rad. And then I like the new Necromunda stuff. Are we going to talk about them? Yeah, yeah I mean, let's let's go next slide and have a look here. All right, we're Hell talking yeah, about. Dude. Look at these guys. Oh, <laughs> really Ridge cool. Walkers. One guy has a snorkel. You can't tell if they mm. couldn't afford the pixels. <laughs> That's so cool. But yeah, what's the to this? And kind of where where do you see like Necromunda going? So it relaunched a couple years ago here, essentially as a board game, uh, for one of a so, better word. Well, so these well you can play it on a you can play it on like the in the underhive, so it's more like a board game like that. But they also have rules for free range like normal stuff, and they just released rules. Well, not just, but like a year ago, they released rules for like more open battles, like on the mm-hmm. ash waste. And so that's where I think these guys are going to come into play. So you have like. And in those, they've got some cool rules where, like, the terrain moves six inches towards worn board edge every turn because you're moving. Mm. Oh, like is, the uh, old, uh, the Degorkamorta yeah. rule for the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, like, that's that, right. was this something you were expecting when they relaunched Necromunda? Because, like, for me, I wasn't expecting them to go, like, outside of the hive and kind of into these kind of ash waste scenarios here. I'm, I'm really excited that they're doing that and kind of exploring that design space. Like, it kind of gives them... Honestly, like this gives them a way that they could introduce kind of like some Gorka Morka elements to it, which was a great game. So, um, John, I know it's your favorite. As and, uh, as the as your guys' digital correspondent, I have to point out that I, like Necromunda Hired Gun, one of the oh, best 40k games ever. I it's really say. fun. Um, but Necromunda 
Ash Wastes hired gun with some Western themes and some trains and some like, like you got some desert monsters and you can go really kind of crazy with it. Um, Yeah. Like, come on, sign me up. Let's make this happen. Let me tell you though, I played hired gun. I bought that game. I was very excited for it. I do not have the hand-eye coordination or the patience to play that game. Because uh, I found out very quickly, in order to play it at a level where I'm not just flinging my keyboard through my monitor, I need 75 fingers. Uh, and, the, and the hand-eye you coordination. Need a controller. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I did not enjoy that as much. Dark Tide now, though. Ooh, uh, that's a good thing here. We'll, um, and then, we'll revisit man, that. I'll help you out. Guys, chat. Let's let's just you're you're all on board as a writer team now because uh, Mark Corney came in with Red Dead Redemptionist, which Ooh. yes, I would pay the heck Ooh, out of yeah. that game. Um, we have Necromunda coming in. It, knowing the meme, uh, the official GW page said after the Ridge Runner and the Ridge Hauler comes the Ridge Walker. Has Arkin Ridge been busy in the ash wastes? <laughs> <laughs> Great joke. Really, really. A plus. Joke. Yeah. A plus Warhammer community. Good job. Which I think fake. is <laughs> probably just <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Uh, yeah. But it's probably I think just a subtle uh, dig at the the writer who came up with all the names. <laughs> like yeah, he called them all Ridge. Like oh, what's coming? A Ridge Walker? Like yeah, how did you know? Um, <laughs> these things look amazing. All of the vehicles have been super thematic to the gangs that they're with. Uh, with the insect bugs coming in, we have like the quad bikes for the the, the orlogs. Really mm-hmm. loving sort of everything that's coming out of Ash Boys, and it's such an interesting yeah. way to uh, evolve the Necromunda game. Where yeah, it would be like it's a great game system, it's a great game state, but but how do you make that appropriate for kind of today's gaming audience? Because they're not going to be satisfied just with your cardboard towers uh, like kind of we were back in the day. Um, the the unified aesthetic that they've been able to carry over different settings. Because um, you can look at models from Games Workshop that are Necromunda models, and they're distinctly different. Like, they're a Necromunda model. Yeah, they fit into 40K, but they're a Necromunda model, and you see that instantly. And I Like, how that team has achieved that within their sort of, like, niche is really cool and interesting. It's I don't know that any, any other game has, has done it quite like that. Right. And we can see that kind of in this next picture here, Maybe which is one me. of the Necromunda models, which is one of my oh, favorites here, which, so is, cool. uh, which is a guy holding up a relic uh, with, with a little servo skull flying behind him. Uh, Dicey Concept Creator, uh, or Dicey June on Twitter, though, uh, if it's still up and working as time of this recording, <laughs> um, said this dude 100% trying to pass off his own leg bone as a relic which is not something I put together until I noticed that he is carrying a leg bone and he is missing a leg, uh, which I think is like a really cool little story that that guy put in. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, talks to the quality of the model team, like Mitch was saying, um, what they're doing there. Ha, huh, perfect. Are you guys ready for some uh, tinfoil hat conspiracy time? I mean, Only always. always. <laughs> GW. Thanks, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> GW sent out an email uh, to retailers letting them know an approximate 5.8% price increase was coming on trade prices on selected products, including all plastic box sets and paints. Um, but they weren't changing any of the recommended retail prices. Uh, Danny, as someone who is uh, a subject matter expert in trademark infringement, uh, what is your take on this thing that has nothing to do with trademark infringement? <laughs> What people thought this was because of trademark infringement? 
No, it's, I was making a horrible connection based on something you told me earlier. I see. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't mean that. That's a, that's a sarcastic thank you, John, in case you couldn't tell. I assumed all thank yous to John were sarcastic. Is that not? <laughs> so I, obviously they're just they're they're passing on some cost to the realtor, so they're changing what the markup is going to be, which is significant for. I mean, this affects bottom lines for of like profit margins for real for realtors. So you're looking at like they were getting a 45 percent profit margin off of GW products normally. Now it's looking more like 40, a little bit less than 40 percent. So maybe the, what you'll see, I think, from this potentially is some changes to the amount of discounts that you that you can get find readily online unless the seller can sell like at a like a massive volume yeah mage what's your take on it i i think that it's interesting how gw is in this is is in this position where they need all of their retailers, but they don't want all of their retailers, right? They want to sell their product directly to you because there's more money involved for them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if all of the game stores go away, there's nowhere to play, and then there's they don't have people don't buy their product. So they are in this, unlike a lot of other entertainment industries, where like with uh, obviously with digital media and um, more more like mobile. Um, uh, forms of entertainment you can kind of take your ball and go home you can't do that with with your all of all of these retailers they need them but they but they're trying to figure out the best way to in um increase their own bottom line mm -hmm. and also at the same time drive traffic for for you to purchase from games workshop just as much or as like or more likely than from your retailer. That's what they would prefer, right? Like, it, yeah. and that's not saying that in like a predatory or negative way towards the Games Workshop. They're a business. That's that's what they do. It's it's a hard position to put retailers in, and I I really think that the the probably the best the the best solution for a lot of these game stores is some sort of membership that you mm -hmm. can get your regular customer base like basically kind of chipping in regularly to um and and, and in, in exchange they get a certain amount of discount that kind of negates this this markup difference yeah. so the public is the 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 ostensible public is paying that slightly more inflated price whereas the consistent customer base is rewarded for for showing up and and, and giving their patronage with with a bit of a discount um, but in a way that obviously isn't also violating the agreement as a retailer with Games Workshop. It's a really hard, hard line to thread or, mm -hmm. um, I will for, say, for retailers. But before I kind of talk on some more on this, like you can go to frontlinegaming.org. You have 15% off right now, uh, free shipping <laughs> over $100. Um, it's to this episode. Um, but Tim Foyle has. But he's made like $2 now. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. 
Nailed it. We, um, all the good jokes are for all. Oh, we had Danny, so many you know good that. jokes during there, but we let the advert speak for itself, which I think is the <laughs> important thing to do. Um, Tim, for the hot time, do you think this increase kind of comes from a place where GW is kind of like, so yeah, you guys are discounting up to 15% off because we let you to. So if you can afford to discount 15%, you can afford to pay us a little bit more for the models. I mean, they have a fiduciary duty to their shareholders. So, I mean, they should try, they should be trying to like maximize profits. Danny said so. douche. <laughs> he did. I mean, and, and, and it's the worst kind of douche, the fiduciary kind. Um, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't disagree more there. I, I think that um, they do have an obligation to be doing what's in the best long term interest of their shareholders. And, in a marketplace that in a, in a global marketplace that is going into a recession. Sure. There, you want to cover costs, but at the same time, this is a, this, like there, there are very few people who are going to say, no, I'm, I'm going to make sure I can keep paying for Warhammer plus and the models I need instead of my car payment or instead mm -hmm. of like any actual financial pressure. So, increasing that fiscal de like demand and footprint in people's budgets right now, I don't think is the right move. I think that it pushes people to have to consider what do I want to buy? What do I want to spend on? And the more someone's having to think about how much they're spending on their hobby, that's, that's always a bad thing as, as, as like, like as a retailer, as a, as a company, you want people to just spending on your hobby, on the hobby. You want people passionate about it to that point. If you're and the more you increase that cost, the more you're you're increasing that sort of um, uh, mental real estate of like, do I need to get this? Do I do I have to get this right now? Can I live without this? And of course, the answer is no, you can't live without it. Yes, you do need. Well, to I mean, if it's from frontline gaming, obviously not. Um, sure. Oh, but, thanks. Much. But otherwise, oh, three dollars now. Oh. Yeah, use that link <laughs> below as well. Um, Danny, this one, I think enough time has passed for me to finally pull up this one. I wanted to ask you about this a couple of months ago, but it was, a, it was a little raw, a little neared in the psyche here. This was right after the, the League of Votanders came out. Uh, someone started with the always good story of, I'm no lawyer, but uh, couldn't this kind of thing fall under antitrust laws? Like, they created a book with extremely stacked rules Waited until everyone got their pre-orders pre in, then nerfed it hard before some people even received their stuff. Just seems kind of ridiculous to me regardless. Now, Pixie Jackson does respond with, I'm I'm no lawyer, but no. Um, but Danny, you're also no lawyer. Well, what's your take Correct. on this? Um, I mean, I, honestly, I don't know that much about antitrust laws. Um, I haven't studied those yet. Uh, but Perfect. Um, yeah, so as, as, as not a lawyer, I think it's a garbage opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, Pixie's got it right there. A hundred percent. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Retio Santi, like it's, uh, I'm no lawyer, but <laughs> complete nonsense. <laughs> I love the fact that they say it's antitrust because the Votan Codex, they pre-ordered, uh, the big box and then they changed the rules before the big box came out or just right. as the big box came out, which was so like, Three units from the book, and not even the good ones. <laughs> One of the so, good ones. Well, the bikes are pretty good. I'm no yeah. lawyer, but as someone who just Googled what antitrust means, 
<laughs> oh, damn. You're more informed than half of the internet now. Yeah. You Googled something? I, 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 I did. Just just very right. quickly. You're on the research level of suburban moms without jobs. I, <laughs> hey, listen. Don't talk to your mom about my essential oils right now. They're stopping the cancer. So Look, I graduated from Google University, and uh, I'm ready to debate you on this. <laughs> yeah. No, um... Fair uh, or antitrust refers to fair market competition yeah. in an economy. So no, no. Yeah, okay. Mitch, no. those are words which I have vague understandings of their individual meanings. Like, Moving on, it's going to be the like, last one. Wow, yeah, just guy. No, it's going to be the last one here for tonight. I did some research, guys, and I found Whoa. some very interesting things out about old. Jesus. Wait, I thought you did said you, you learn about antitrust laws because I did. I didn't learn about antitrust laws. And then, Danny, what is the other thing you think I learned about? I said, I thought you didn't do any re- I thought you didn't do any work for this episode. So I'm disappointed immediately. Well, he, this was he was able to practice. hit shift tab in uh, while playing Dark Tide and use the Steam browser to impossible because my this is my thing. My, my hand correlation when I'm playing Dark Tide is in a way that's going to give me arthritis. Ah, the um, claw. Man, it's good. <laughs> Um, but no, this was actually, so, so for, for people who don't know how I construct this show, I have like a little PowerPoint slideshow I put these pictures in. And then we, when we reach about the hour mark, we stop and I move this stuff over to next week. And this is just something that got moved over to next week from a week or so ago. Um, but I did some research and I found if we look at this next slide here, a certain James workshop, uh, getting ready to film a certain James workshop skit, uh, for, I would assume Warhammer community. And we found out uh, that no, his fans. name is uh, Steve <laughs> Kuhnlin, uh, who, by the way, phenomenal actor, does a whole bunch of stuff. He is also an amateur professional wrestler. What? And I am absolutely true. He's an you amateur professional that. wrestler. And I absolutely Excellent. need to find footage um, of him performing uh, for reasons I just want to share. Obviously, I mean... Ideally, if you could just make fun of us and send us a video of it, that would be great. But I feel there's several legal reasons why you won't. Um, but if I can just have Games Workshop literally wrestling, the memes write themselves. Yeah, I was going to say, um, are you saying we can have James Workshop power bombing someone and we can just put like the meta over their face? Yeah. Like, it's I've so lazy. Like even this show could produce it. Like it's, <laughs> it's even within reach of, of us. Yeah, I've got to see a professional Matt Berry impersonator do wrestling. Like that would be amazing. <laughs> it would be. What about a professional Chuck Berry impersonator? <laughs> but yeah, so guys, help us out. I'm searching. Uh, there's only so far my googling can go during finals week, uh, which is not very far. And I'm very sleepy. <laughs> there are firewalls and filters. Firewalls and filters. It has literally nothing to do with uh, Powerballs of the Sower, which is something I have to read tonight. Um, <laughs> I Powerballs to of the Sewer? Uh, sower. Uh, it is, yeah, well, it's, we're not getting critical analysis right now. Um, <laughs> I need to find pictures of him wrestling. Like, I, need, I literally need it. I will waste an entire hour of everyone's time with memes for this. So we, we just, we have to. I'm excited for it. Um, Oh, imagine if they sold STLs. If I could have an STL of James Workshop, man, game <laughs> over. I would go in my pile of shame and I would do nothing with them for, for years. Just a whole Space Marine army of James Workshops. <laughs> <laughs> just the head. Just yeah, the head. Just, just, the... just Oh, 
a Votan ar- army, where just all of the heads yeah. are changed. Perfect. Just one after the other. Don't need it there. With their come weapons, uh, yep. Yeah, amazing. I mean, you guys but, hadn't brought it up yet this episode, and I know the style guide obligates us to say come weapons at least once, so. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, well, I read it. That, you sent I'm it gonna... over. I like. I, I do. I, I do my research. Yeah, Rich. Uh, skip to slide twenty-six, and we're going to go out on this one here uh, because I think this is a very important piece of art that needs to be celebrated by the community. <laughs> the Imperial. Mitch, I want to want you to tell me uh, what are you seeing here. Oh. Oh man. Um, is that a Gimp Titan? It's an Owego Titan. It's an Owego Knight. Someone has very means. skillfully covered that uh, castle in, in anime faces. Um, oh, which... okay. Sorry, you didn't pay for enough pixels for me to be able to tell what it is. <laughs> so to me, it just Fair. looks like Leatherface <laughs> on a night. <laughs> guys, oh, it would have been now that you stuff. say it. I kind of see. I, I see senpai and maybe yeah, maybe that, some the man's name is senpai, which I think is a narrative mistake because she would be calling for senpai, not being senpai. Right. Um, but yeah, Danny, what's your thoughts on someone spending? Well, I was going to say one hundred fifty dollars, but there's no way that a person who paints a knight like that doesn't get it from China. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for accuracy. Um, I do believe that that is the, uh, judging from the base, that is a Titanicus Castellan and much smaller than uh, you might be thinking. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's why it's so pixelated. It's hard to tell because the pixels are so big and the night is so small. What I really think about this is whoever does this, uh, whoever made this, uh, needs to uh, find themselves. Maybe. Oh no, it's a full size. You, there's just like hexagon acrylic over the base. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Get a they're a bad person, and they should feel bad. That's that, that's kind of the end of that that statement. I, I, they're very sexually frustrated, and they should figure out another another more productive way to to, to deal mm-hmm. with that because. It's showing on their nights. They're starting to sweat it. <laughs> True. Hanko, Hanko on Twitch letting us know there is no Adeptus Titanicus Castle and therefore outing himself as the owner and painter of this night. Um, but... <laughs> I knew it was Josh. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Makes perfect I'll be sense. On um, Tim the Sorcerer, that's the weirdest flashlight I've seen all month. <laughs> Flashlight or fleshlight? Yes. Uh, I mean, why not both? (laughs) You know. You know, Mitch, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Get everyone on out of here to a nice early night. Uh, Plug your stuff. Oh, man, I don't do that. Um, Fine. Um, I told you to. See, that really makes me not want to, but then Colin will yell at me if I don't. So I'm really just stuck being yelled at by people who are taller than me no matter what. So, <laughs> no, uh, seriously, uh, check out Best in uh, Tabletop Network, uh, Best in Faction, Best in Faction, The Next Generation. Um, we've got, um, there's a bunch of other shows. They're just so much better than anything I'm doing right now. There are a lot of talented people putting in a lot of effort. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. That, 
that's Frontiers continues to do. Yeah, I was going to say Frontiers. Yeah, Um, covering the international scene, you have uh, Best in Fashion of the Next Generation, uh, which has a lot of kind of current high placing players and and Nick and and Tyler and the other one. And then you have like the Best in Fashion Original, (laughs) where you guys do some like great breakdowns of the things that are coming out. Um, yeah, no, um, I would also say that if you, uh, check out our discord server for our Patreon, if you'd like to, you know, hang out with any of the hosts of this show, maybe play some dark tide with them. Um, not just this show, a lot of other shows, like basically it's, it's there. Uh, it's yeah. a good place to, if you want to, if you want to hang out with the people here on frontline or, uh, uh, best in tabletop or art of war, like kind of everywhere. Um, definitely do that. So the Nashmas is coming up here in like two weeks. That is in Ocean Shores. I help uh, run that. Uh, it's going to be, I think, around 80 people. Uh, it's going to be one of them. Yeah, uh, we have a whole, um, it's a whole con and uh, um, in a event center in a sleepy, uh, well, in a, a tourist town in the middle of winter, um, a beach town. So it's very cheap and easy to get here. And it's it, there's lots of... Uh, easy accommodations and you can just go drive on the beach and enjoy the surf. It's, it's a, it's a good time. And then there's LVO, which I'll be, uh, one of the, uh, senior judges on. So yeah, I'll probably come back on before that. Yeah. Just to talk nonsense. Personally message Mitch on Facebook with, with all kinds of rules, queries, (laughs) (laughs) send list submissions, uh, right to Mitch. It's really, it's really a great way to get my attention. If yeah. you, if you want to, you know, really flush your vacation down the toilet, it's a good way to find go. Mitchell Hunter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a better joke than anything I was going to have Danny. Good job. Uh, yeah. yeah. But no, seriously, like, uh, I'm like, if, I, I just enjoy talking about 40 K. So it, I'll be on here anywhere else I can, People Heck will yeah. let me on to just like talk about this crazy game we love, but yeah, Dark Tide is something to check out. It is sure. really fun. It will break your computer. That's not you. It's it. It's yeah. a beta. Don't. It's it's a beta. A Euro jank beta. Yes, LVO is right around the corner. We're we're coming up in less than two months away. Um, oh, Jesus, don't say it like that. I haven't even gotten my super, plane tickets. Fuck. Super excited. Uh, hopefully he's booked the hotel, but I know he hasn't because he's been busy. He did? I have. Yeah. I owe Danny hundreds of dollars. Um, <laughs> but Alvio is less too, but we're super excited to be there. Um, and guys, I can't wait for you to see the amazing things Richard has planned. And Dickie, we're going to just keep hyping this up and hyping this up over the next two months until it becomes impossible. Uh, to meet any kind of expectation that, that we've been set. Will Henry Cavill be there streaming? Who knows? Probably. Uh, from, from what I hear, Val and Dickie are going to play a Warhammer fantasy game, and whoever wins oh God. gets the other's yeah. first born we child. We all lose. We, we no, won't no, actually no, be first streaming. child is on the line. The racing we won't actually be streaming the finals of LVO. <laughs> Biblical. It will be simply a seven-hour game of fantasy, which is well done. It takes to so win. long. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> It really doesn't. <laughs> okay, I, I, my our one last guy. So I played uh, round two at the boys. Great event. Everyone go. It's awesome. Uh, other than some of the tables, and then uh, and then you know, I, I, yeah, I do too. And then I went to dinner. He was still playing the same game after a three-hour dinner. 
that he played in round two. And I came back. I'm like, dude, what? What's happening? And he's like, oh, it's just really, we're deep into uh, round four here. And I was like, what do you mean deep into round four? It's been seven hours. Ugh. Well, I, I, really... I can imagine. Yeah, we, well, you know, yeah, we're deep into round four here. We, we just, you know, I got my, my, my ogre and went into his, his, his orcs over there and just didn't make it happen. Just couldn't, couldn't get the charge off. Yeah. I yeah. really wonder why that game died. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Danny, Danny, we've all had a little sign off. What do you have a little sign off? What do you want to say? Nothing. My butt hurts. I want to. I want to. I want to go to bed. <laughs> Actually, Danny, why are you in Montana? <laughs> what? Okay. Why are you in Montana? I've been waiting this oh, whole episode uh, to find I'm out. I'm visiting family. Oh, cool. We're doing uh, Thanksgiving. What part of Montana? I'm in uh, Red Lodge, Montana. Oh, okay, specifically cool. where in Redland. I'm kidding. Um, do you have any, like how far away are you from that like area in Yellowstone where it's legal to murder people? Like just like, like as, <laughs> yeah, uh, guys, no, serious. If, no, I know. I know. <laughs> if you're in America right now, happy Thanksgiving for this Thursday. Uh, we'll oh. be back again on Monday. If you're not in America, um, happy capitalism for Cup. this Friday as well. Um, the the World Cup has been phenomenal so far, and I'm very excited to see every single team get the opportunity to rest their goalkeeper uh, and not play him uh, when playing against the Qatari national team. Uh, the, but the, the human cost has been impressive. <laughs> it has been. Like, it has been. staggering, honestly. I've been speechless. Like, uh, like just, the, just the, the level of, of, uh, of impressive devastation that that the Qatari uh, have brought in the name of sport for some, some little balls is pretty impressive. <laughs> like pretty impressive. who knew that you could have that level of human suffering just for fun. Well, everyone wanted 40 K to be real. It is in some areas. And if we learned anything <laughs> earlier in the episode, oh. it's that there's that was more depressing involved. than anything. I said. Um, it sure was, but I like to surmise things guys. It's been a fantastic episode. Thank you so much for Mitch for coming on. Definitely check out uh, all the best in tabletop uh, shows. Uh, My name is John. We're going to be back next Monday uh, with either Dickie or uh, and a picture of Val looking sick, or a sick Val, or in a weird world, maybe a healthy Val. Um, But we'll be back to hit the highs and the lows of the community. Um, It's still pretty grim after dark.